Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Church, do you really believe that the name of Jesus is powerful? Let's shout out His name this morning. Let's say Jesus. Once again, Jesus. And one more time, Jesus. Amen. Thank you to the band. Praise God. The Lord is for sure in this place. The fire of God is here. Well, welcome to Little Falls Christian Center. I am Pastor George Brandon, Pastor Adult. We've given him, and we said to him, Pastor Adult, please take off. You know, <laughs> he's, he's working very hard, and we need to take care of him. Therefore, I'm preaching this morning. Amen. Let me give you good news, church. You want some good news? This church is fully open. What does that mean to you? It should mean to you that the cell groups are open, the cell leaders are waiting for the cells to be filled, the leadership are ready. Yesterday, the full pastoral team met with Pastor Harold and Maud, and we had a great day with them. And let me tell you, the leadership of this church Thank God for the leadership, specifically the senior leadership of this church. This church is healthy. It is prospering. It is on fire. And we stand ready to do great things for our God. Are you in? Okay, that's a, just a little bit too soft for me. <laughs> Are you in? Amen. That's something you should shout out. Because we are ready to get going in this year. Amen. Praise God. God is so good. So my message this morning, I really want to encourage you. Because every person needs encouragement to face this world. Without the Word and the injection of God's Word into our system, then you would go on and find yourself lacking. But God has a different plan for His church. Therefore, this, look at this beautiful picture. There's a lamb, there's a shepherd, and there are vicious wolves. But it's not what you think. It is something different. You know, in the Word of God, the kingdom of God always works differently. There's always hidden meanings we should pick up on. So, what did Jesus mean when he said in Matthew 10, verse 16, if you have your Bibles with you, Matthew 10, verse 16. In this scripture, the Lord says here, this is the first time he sent out the 12. There's two times he sent out his people. This is where he started with his 12, to send them out, and he actually gave them very bad news. He said to them, behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now what a prof promising scripture this is. You know, because what is the sheep? Have you ever seen a fighting sheep? Yesterday I went onto YouTube to, to see what do two kind of sheep do when they fight? Do you know what they do? They literally go to one's, one another's head and they just do that. Now that's a major fight. 
That's a hectic fight, man. But here the Lord says, we are going, the sheep. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a war? Here, you see millions of wolves ready. And here comes an army. Sheep. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Sometimes our Lord doesn't make sense. But every word he says, he means. There's deep meaning to when he said, and he's saying, I want to send my sheep into the most vicious battle this world has ever seen. Are you ready, sheep? Let me give you good news. We have a great shepherd. <laughs> we have a powerful shepherd. And he's sending sheep. I love it. I just, I love this. So the Lord Jesus wants to send his people to share the, his spirit. His spirit. I'm talking about specifically the Lord's spirit, the spirit of the Lord Jesus. He is sending his sheep into the world to share his spirit to the world. And his spirit will face danger. Do you believe that? The wolf represents the following in the world it represents arrogance, pride, hatred, violence. It represents everything that is vicious. Yet the Lord sends sheep to that. He says, my answer to this world is not a, a soldier with heavy armor. I am sending sheep. And you are that sheep, believe me, as this message will progress. So, but here's the thing where we sometimes get it wrong is the fact that, you know, when the Lord went to Jerusalem and with his disciples, they went through Samaria and suddenly they rejected him and they rejected him and the disciples who's still in training wanted to use what happens to them back at them. You cannot by rejection counteract with rejection. This world, if that is the type of Christianity you are living, then no person will ever listen to you. It is impossible with the spirit of the world to lead people to Christ. So rejection only rejects. And we see this in the disciples. They wanted immediately to call down fire from heaven. They wanted to use the spirit of the world to deal with the world. And it doesn't work that way. Jesus said, you do not know what kind of spirit you are. Because the kind of spirit that you are, that's the kind of spirit that will make the difference. Now the kind of spirit that you are is the spirit of Christ. And that is the spirit of meekness. People listen to meek people. People listen to people 
who sometimes stand back and don't speak at all. People listen to humble people. This world will only listen to us when we look like Christ, when we talk like Jesus. Otherwise, we've already lost before the battle has even started. So sheep, are you ready? So, don't call fire down from heaven from this day upon any person anymore. Amen. No more fire. <laughs> the only fires we start, I said it the last time, it's the tongue activated in the wrong way. But the kind of fire we start is the fires that quenches. Let me go on. Charles Spurgeon said it this way regarding the scripture. He said, this is the most extraordinary experiment ever done on earth. The fact that Jesus said, sheep must go and fight. You know what sheep are good for? Sheep are working their best in a huddle. When they are attacked, their confusion protects them actually. <laughs> That's why you see, they just run around like this and thereby they are protected. But they, they, they cannot, their bite is nothing. Their bite causes nothing. They cannot run to you. I mean, a sheep is basically nothing. So sheep are basically outmatched, outstripped, do not have any power because the focus is not upon the sheep, it's upon the shepherd. That's why Christianity is so different. God, you know, in the Middle Ages, when the holy wars started, it gave Christianity a bad name. Christ never sent them to go and kill in the name of Jesus. I want to tell you, it would have been a different world had Christianity been sheep. Because love in the name of Jesus Christ overcomes. Love doesn't allow sin. Sin weakens anybody. Don't understand me wrong when I say love wins. You could get the wrong message out of that. So there was a boxer on YouTube. And this guy, you know, when you go into a fight, and this guy, I'm going to call his name. You can go and watch him. Charlie Zelenov. Charlie Zelenov was a skinny guy who had some boxing skills. But then he would walk into gyms and call out people and come and tell people, and they put on gloves. But the moment the person lifts their hands, Charlie goes in for the kill and eats the person. Boom, boom, boom. And then the people realize, what, what's this all about? See, that's what Satan does. Satan invites you into a fight. And when he fights you, you see, when you fight in the flesh, you will lose. But the battle God is calling His church in is a different battle. God is calling every person in this church, this year, to go and make a difference. There's a revival brooding and God needs a humble people that will be obedient to His voice. Only the obedience to God's voice causes the Holy Spirit to powerfully work in a person's life. 
If there's no obedience to God's Spirit by the leading of His Spirit into your workplace, into your family, into whatever situation, and we are not meek, we should be meek. Because a meek person is a person that in the spirit dimension hears clearly what God says. But a person that's got a fighting, wrong fighting spirit cannot hear God's voice. Because Jesus says, Behold. Now what does behold means? Behold means be sure to see that you don't miss this. Lord Jesus, make it personal today. The Lord Jesus is saying to his church, be sure not to miss this. I am sending you as sheep into the battle. So, so we see sheep, that's, they are top heavy. When they fall over, they cannot even stand up. You know, so sheep needs help, always. But then a wolf, wow. Do you know, I have a wolf in my home. That dogs comes from wolves. Do you know that? If you did not, please do some homework. But the wolf here, wolf work, wolves work in packs. Wolves never work alone. They, they operate in packs. Have you ever seen when you go into a work situation, they're always packs standing ready for your testimony. <laughs> they're ready to hear you. You know, and God says, my little sheep, you know that there's another scripture where the Lord said to the 72, at least he called his 12 disciples or apostles, he called them sheep. But the 72 he sent into the battle to go and cast out demons, heal the sick, do all of that. He called them lambs. It's even worse. It's an unfair fight. Yet Satan is losing every day in the workplace, in our families, by people who love. But give the Lord a praise offering. So one thing that sheep has is good eyesight. Um, and their best defense is when the danger comes, they run. Okay, we are not that kind of sheep. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about that kind of sheep. I'm talking about the sheep of God that God says, behold, go. So I don't know if you've ever went. I've, I've always loved, sometimes my hands were shaking. Don't know if you are the same. I, I sometimes have shaky hands that I would say to myself, today in this workplace, no matter what, I am going to share the name of Jesus with someone where I have dedicated the whole day, wake up in the morning, went to God's presence, Father God, in the name of Jesus, please give me someone to share. I don't wanna do it in stupidity or in arrogance or anything, but please, Lord, give me that person. Do you pray that kind of prayers for your workplace? 
Do you pray that? If you don't pray that, because the Lord says, when you go into the secret place, then you shut the door, then you speak to your father in secret, and then he will reward you openly. This is the spirit of evangelism, that we go into the presence of God, we call out names, and those names will eventually come into the kingdom of God. But when we don't that, we will lose out. Praise Jesus for that. So the secret place, it's the place of trading. God wants to see a serious church. God is expecting His church to be serious this year. When Pastor Harold made the calling into the Spirit and he said a thousand souls, that means every person need to be involved. Every person here need to be involved with that. Can you imagine every person bring their person? But it's not going to happen easy. You see, wolves do not let go. Wolves are the fighting kind. They are vicious. They are territorial. When you go into your workplace and there's a soul, and you know that soul God has given you, and you start getting into God's presence and start asking God. I even want to use the word beg God if you may have the privilege of leading someone to Christ. When you spend your time on your knees, one week and two weeks and three weeks and months and years, and God sees. You see, sometimes God looks at His church and He doesn't take His church serious because they do not take souls serious. God is in the salvation business. God is into a church that is on fire. That means business with Him. And then it's not my ministry, then it's Lord. I belong to a church. I want to read to you, I've been into Spurgeon a little bit. And this is to every family in this church, every person, my family as well. Listen to this. This is what Spurgeon said regarding the following. He said, I mean that Christian men nowadays, while they should be attached to the church to which they belong, and the more intense that attachment, the better for a thousand reasons. Yet they should not regard the church as being a peaceful dormitory where everybody just sleep, but a common barracks where they are all trained and out of which they are to issue and carry on the sacred crusade of Christ. The most powerful people I have seen in our church, because it's the only place I've ever been, one church, this church, I was born again 33 years a year, and the privilege to see men and women take God serious, and to see that people, yet it's difficult, because we know the troubles people are going through. But you can face your trouble better when the focus is what Christ wants to do with your life. It's very hard to be disconnected and to do anything for Christ when the wolves have separated you from the church. 
It's a very hard thing. It's a difficult thing. But then, you know, now Christ sends you. Now this little sheep starts walking in the workplace. Where the sheep goes, the shepherd knows. If the sheep doesn't go, there's no shepherd that could lead. And it's the most powerful thing to know that Christ is in your workplace, Amen. is in your family, and that he's busy operating, he's working, he's working with you. God wants to take you serious. We should not be a frozen together, but a welded together. Some churches, everybody comes to church. Everybody's in church. Everybody is in cells. Everybody is in the prayer meetings. Everybody is giving their tithe. Everybody is active. But there's no souls saved. It cannot be like that. That there's a lot of spiritual activity, but no souls are saved. It is when a congregational member takes his calling serious that suddenly that seat will be filled and that seat will be filled and that seat next to you will be filled because of your taking God serious about souls. We are calling upon the church this year to take one thing serious. It is those people who will end up in hell today. 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 And once they step into that place of eternal damnation, it's too late. We in our lifetime, lifetimes cannot allow that. Cannot. It cannot be another year or another month or another week when nothing is done for God. We can be busy with many church things, but Christ's focus is on getting the lost saved. Do you believe that? Praise His holy name. So I'm a little bit on fire today, but I'm holding back to be a, to be a nice pastor for you. You see, Jesus said, now, I send you a sheep to go and face those wolves. And now you face the wolves, you know. But he said, now, be as innocent as a dove and as sly as a snake. Any snake lovers here? Okay, I'm changing it today. Don't just kill snakes anymore. <laughs> There's a good side. Why would the Lord say we should be like snakes? He said it and he meant it. What's the good thing about, what's the, what is the way a snake operate by? That's what we should do. You see, we sometimes work in our workplace and I am born again, saved, Holy Spirit filled, but nobody gets saved. My testimony means nothing because I'm not like a snake. Yet the Lord says, now be innocent because sheep, innocence. Snakes, what does a snake do? 
you'll find snakes in the weirdest places. You'll have a closed door, front door, back door, windows, everywhere. Yet when you go inside your family home, where does this come from? Umiani, Kruger Park. My goodness, whenever I go into that place, <laughs> see, that's what snakes do. A snake finds a place to go through. And they are agile. They are agile. The Lord expects His church to be clever. They shouldn't know you are coming from them, for them. But you have such a plan. You are not holding back. See, that's what snakes do. And snakes, what are they after? Heat. God wants us to be like snakes. They go after the heat. Where people are, there's heat. He wants us to be like that, to go and catch people. Paul said, I caught them by cunning. I was divisive. They didn't know. They had no idea what I came to do. But when they found themselves, the Spirit of God worked. Healings, miracles, and then the people said, Christ is truly alive. So, when you go to your workplace, when you go now to, to your family, when you go and do your thing, when you take Christ serious, there will be healing, there will be deliverance, there will be a manifestation of God's Spirit. There will be. Do you believe it? You've got to expect Nothing less, nothing less when a person like that, and I know there's plenty of that people in the church where you actually, you cannot wait. You know, you, you've got to hold back, but we have to be on fire. The problem is that when we go, there's going to be trouble. <laughs> it's so funny that people, when thing, things go wrong in families, in situations, in, in whatever, that people think it's going to be an easy road. That's the real battle. But the battle is won by sheep's innocence. When we have that, I don't fight with any person on this planet, not a taxi driver, a politician, not nothing. The fight is out. I am now ready, Lord, to be used. Can you imagine the Lord's hands? That's innocent hands working. Our hands need to be like that. The more innocent, holy, full of the Spirit. I have a prayer for myself this year. Can I tell you what it is? You know, when Stephen stood the scripture, the Bible says he was full of the Holy Spirit. What does it mean to be full of the Holy Spirit? To be full of the Holy Spirit is found in the inner room. And when that inner room is taken serious, you'll see the more time you spend there, the more power goes with you. The more you'll understand your authority in your life. And the more that authority manifests by the will of God, the more powerful you get, the more resistance you get. Don't give up. Don't give up your cell group. 
Don't give up that prayer meeting in your workplace. Don't give up testifying even if they've warned you and they've warned you and they've warned you. Find a new way not to lose your job. See, the Lord says, the Lord wants to keep you in your workplace. You know, do the snake thing. You know, even with a smile, yes, boss. I'm so sorry, boss. This will not happen until tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. So, just on the harder side of this kind of message I'm preaching, You know, Abel will always have a Cain killing him. Jacob will always have an Esau wanting to kill him. Noah always faced an ungodly world. Israel always had Pharaoh, Amalek, the Edomites, and Babylon against them. David was hunted by Saul until the day he died. He was a hunted man. Paul had, outside of the Lord Jesus, the worst. He had governments following him. He had the whole Sanhedrin, 70 men making the wrong decision. Kill him. Have you had an instruction on your life? Kill him. Do you know what that feels like? I bet there's no person probably in here that knows what that feels like. They only want to kill me. And you only are led by the Holy Spirit. And then the greatest of them all. Can you imagine a young child that a king commanded, kill him. And many of those children, many children are now in heaven who gave their lives to their Christ by an evil king, Herod. So if you face your trouble, if you face your difficulty, remember you are a sheep and next to you stands a shepherd. And that shepherd will never leave you nor forsake you. But that shepherd has an expectation of you to go and face the wolves. Go and face them. Because the power that is in obedience is so great This world doesn't have an answer. But it's found on your knees. Only on your knees. That's the place where God transfers passion and zeal and the fire of God. So church, next week, we do have a fun day. This year it's different. We want to meet your family We want to meet those. All our leaders will stand ready that day, next week, to meet people that you will be bringing to church. And if you're a visitor, may God bless you. I hope you've had a wonderful time with us. But this church is ready to get going. Amen. Please stand. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Father, Lord, here stands your church. These are your people. These are the hands and the feet that will bring in the harvest. 
Oh God, you said, pray to the Lord of the harvest and he will send out, thrust out laborers into his harvest. And Father, I am saying today, throw me out. Do with me what you want. And this is my prayer for every person standing here, that as they go and face the wolves, that they will experience the hand of God upon their lives. So we commit and dedicate this day our hands, our feet, our mouths to the work of Christ in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, Amen. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.